Admiral Arnold Morgan was alone in his office, contemplating the two major issues in his life at this particular lunchtime. The first was his decision to stay on as the national security advisor to the president for one more year against all of his better judgment. The second was a Wagnerian-sized roast beef sandwich fortified with heavy mayonnaise and mustard into a feast he would never have dared to order had his secretary and wife-to-be, the gorgeous Kathy O'Brien, been anywhere near the precincts of 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. Happily, she was out until 4 p.m. The Admiral grinned cheerfully. He saw the sandwich as a richly deserved gastronomic reward for having succumbed to weeks of being badgered, harassed, coaxed, and ultimately persuaded to remain in this office by some of the most powerful figures in American politics and the military. His decision to hang in there had been wrung out of him after nine weeks of soul-searching. The decision to hit a roast beef sandwich El Grando before Ms. O'Brien came sashaying back into the office had been made with much less anguish, nine weeks less. The Admiral, 61 years old now, was still miraculously in robust health and not more than eight pounds heavier than he had been as a nuclear submarine commander 27 years previously. Immaculately tailored, wearing a maroon and gold Hermes tie Kathy had given him for Christmas, he tucked a large white linen napkin into his shirt collar and bit luxuriously into his sandwich. Through the window he could see it was snowing like hell. The president was, shrewdly, visiting Southern California where the temperature was a sunlit 78 degrees, and right here in the west wing of the White House there was absolutely nothing happening of any interest whatsoever to the most feared and respected military strategist on the planet Earth. I still have no idea what the hell I'm doing here, he muttered to himself. The goddamn world's gone quiet temporarily and I'm sitting here like a goddamn lapdog waiting for our esteemed but flaky leader to drag himself out of some fucking Beverly Hills swimming pool. Flaky. A complete flake. The words had been used about the president over and over at that final meeting at the home of Admiral Scott Dunsmore, the wise and deceptively wealthy former chairman of the Joint Chiefs. Arnold Morgan could not understand what the fuss was about. Plenty of other NSAs had resigned, but... Apparently, he was not permitted that basic human right. Christ, everyone had been there. And no one had even informed him. He'd walked stone cold into a room containing not only General Scannell, chairman of the Joint Chiefs, but two former chairmen, plus the chief of naval operations and the commandant of the United States Marines. The defense secretary was there, two senior members of the Senate Armed Services Committee, including the vastly experienced Senator Ted Kennedy, whose unwavering patriotism and endless concern for his country make him always a natural leader among such men. Altogether, there were four current members of the National Security Council in attendance. Their joint mission was simple, to persuade Admiral Morgan to withdraw his resignation and to remain in office until the Republican president's second term was over. A few weeks previously, at the conclusion of a particularly dangerous and covert naval operation in China, the president had demonstrated such shocking self-interest and lack of judgment that he could no longer be trusted to act in the strict interests of the USA. The world was presently a volatile place, and no one needed to remind Admiral Morgan of that, but the man in the Oval Office was prone to appoint yes-men to influential positions, 
And now, in the final two years of his presidency, he tended to think only of himself and his image and popularity. Without Admiral Morgan's granite wall of reality and judgment in the crucible of international military affairs, the men in Admiral Dunsmore's house that day were greatly concerned that a terrible and costly mistake might occur. Looking back, Arnold Morgan could not remember precisely who had put into words the hitherto unspoken observation that the president was a goddamned flake and getting worse, but he remembered a lot of nodding and no laughter. And he remembered their host, Admiral Dunsmore, turning to his old friend, the senator from Massachusetts, and saying, The trouble is he's interested in military matters, and we cannot trust him. Talk to Arnold, Teddy. You'll say it better than anyone else. He had, too. And at the conclusion of a short but moving few words from the silver-tongued sage of Hyannisport, Admiral Morgan had nodded and said curtly, My resignation is withdrawn. 